Welcome to your midweek pick-me-up. This is Mind, Body, Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Each episode provides three tangible ways to improve your life. One to nourish your mind, one to connect to your body, and one to live in your purpose. This is where you find confidence to go so you can have confidence to be. We're so glad you're here. Hey, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you're here. Yes, we sure are. Totally glad we're here today. For the next four episodes, we are discussing topics that we believe can only increase our ability to build confidence. Yes. So today's episode is centered around accessing inner wisdom. This is a favorite topic for me. It is. We really love it. It's kind of one of our core values when it comes to this podcast. Yeah. So what is inner wisdom? When did you first hear it? So the first time I heard this term, it actually was relatively recently. I mean, within the last few years. And it was when I was doing a guided meditation. And I wish I remember what where I, found, where I heard this. But in this guided meditation, the verbiage offered was to was that I already had all the wisdom I need inside of me. That you already have all the wisdom you need. And I remember I loved that idea. But at the same time, I was kind of like really like I like the idea of that but I kind of questioned it it had to kind of marinate for some time for me to be like huh is that really true like who gives permission for me to be wise because I really had thought that wisdom is outside of me like it's in the scriptures or it's by the prophets or it belongs to things outside of me and this idea that I have inner wisdom was kind of um revolutionary actually for me to go huh do I have inner wisdom maybe I do I kind of like that idea I I really wanted that to be true and the more it kind of marinated I realized like well yeah because if we have divinity in us which I've been taught my whole life that I'm a child of God and so if I have divinity in me and there's a part of me that comes from divinity then that part of me is trustworthy and wise actually Yeah, and I love that you said you had to kind of marinate on it because I think that's how a lot of truth is in our lives. I think that you kind of, it sparks something that is interesting and, you know, kind of is curious. And then you have to kind of think about it. Yeah. Um, And I'd always kind of heard that wisdom is learned. Yeah. That it's not something you're born with, but it's something that comes with time. Older people have wisdom. You know, it's something that always comes with experience Right. Um, And there are elements of truth to that. Sure, for sure. But I also think that wisdom is being able to think and act using knowledge and understanding on certain topics, but also common sense Mm -hmm. and some insight. Um, I think that that wisdom comes from compassion and Mm -hmm. ethics and um, just being kind and good. Yeah. And if that's wise, yeah, that is, that's wisdom. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to come with time, with experience, with age. I think that it is something that we have. Yeah. That we're born with. Yeah. And I think it certainly can deepen with time and knowledge and and age and all of that. Uh, But believing that it's innate in all of us, that there is some inner wisdom really speaks to that part of our faith that, yeah, there is part of divine in us. Um, okay, so we have three takeaways every episode now, one for the mind, one for the body, one for our purpose. So our takeaway for the mind today has to do with our identity and what we believe in our identity. So this is the takeaway. 
trust my core identity by accessing inner wisdom. So trust my core identity is really the takeaway. So speak to this. So believing in the identity of ourselves as having a strong inner voice will definitely transform who we are. So Mm -hmm. each time you listen to your inner wisdom, you identify as someone who not only has the inner wisdom that we were kind of speaking to before, but also is able to access it. Right, because knowing or believing that you have inner wisdom is not the same thing as accessing it. Like they're, they're kind of two separate things and both are essential. And so we might not always have all the information we need, but we do have inner wisdom inside of us that can still guide and, and, and help us understand if what we are hearing is true or false or if something feels right or feels off. We have that sort of inner compass. Yes. And so the more that you do that, the more that you are able to identify if something is true or false, the more you're able to access that inner wisdom, the more you are able to trust yourself. Yeah. And the more you're able to trust yourself, the more confident you'll become in your ability to access the inner wisdom. So it's like this nice big cycle. Yeah. It just feeds itself. There, it is a, there is a cyclical nature of knowing this, accessing it, tr- and trusting it, and, and, and it grows. Yes. So my previous belief and the things that I had heard, which was that wisdom is only learned. But if wisdom is a different definition, which is being able to think and act using knowledge, understanding, common sense, insight, compassion, all of those things... If that's the definition of wisdom, then we all have inner wisdom. Yeah. That- yeah. It, it creates this deep trust in ourselves and knowing who we really are and knowing, believing that we're inherently good. I'm inherently good. And knowing that, that I'm a child of God and I can actually trust that that means there's good in me and that there's a connection there. So the, this kind of inner wisdom is that inner core. It's something that we're all born with and it's what connects us to God. Mm-hmm. So f- to recap, the takeaway for identity is trust my core identity by accessing inner wisdom. All right. Our next takeaway is for the body. Mm. And this is practice physically pausing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have I have a story to kind of back up where this comes from. Um, every summer I go on this big week-long family vacation to a beach house in California with my in-laws. And not just like my in-laws, my husband's siblings and their families and spouses. No, this is like his and dad's siblings and all of their people. And so there's over a hundred people at this giant family gathering. And Vivian, my youngest was just about to turn one and we were going out to the beach. And I remember I had packed this swimsuit that I was kind of hoping that I would feel confident enough to wear. Um, you know, high-waisted bottoms that covered up my stretch marks, but like still allowed like you know, to have like this two piece and it was really cute. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I've, I've, I just stopped nursing and maybe I'll feel good enough to wear it. And so I kind of like amped myself up and like tried to give myself like this confidence of wearing this swimsuit that I wanted to wear. And I thought was really cute and I was comfortable in it and like, why not? And so I wore it to the beach Mm -hmm. and Ryan's cute cousin, uh, was taking pictures just of 
different people doing different things. And then he sent them out when we got home from the beach house trip, he sent them out on this big group thread and was like, you know, here's some things that I captured of the week. Yeah. Well, one of those pictures that he took was of me on the beach that day wearing that swimsuit. And I was playing with one of my sons in the ocean. So you'd think like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Like, great. I'm so glad he did that. And Mom I looked at that. With a kid. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. Saw that picture. Oh boy. Holy cow. So much shame. I immediately started picking myself apart. Oh my goodness. That's how I look. That's how I look in that swimsuit. Why did someone not tell me, tell me, like, why did someone not say something that I looked terrible on that swimsuit? <laughs> this terrible picture. I had like this weird double chin and, oh, like, do I, do I really look like that? And I just was, went on this huge, like, shame spiral. And I wish I could tell you it just lasted for, like, maybe a minute until you put the picture away or whatever. Um, No, it lasted for sure the rest of the summer where I just Mm. was so self-conscious about the way that I looked. Every time I went to the pool, I wanted to cover up. Um, My workouts changed because I no longer felt confident and strong and all of these things I I now was just inside my head and my body became a source of pain Mm. honestly I think a lot of people can relate to this (laughs) um I know I can it's such an easy place to go um when we've sort of been hardwired to believe that only certain appearances should be shown or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's ingrained. If you're not perfect, then why are you here? It's really sad um, because, boy, uh, it's so defeating and so unnecessary and so wrong, I feel. Um, so the inner wisdom response to this in hindsight now, yes. right? So. I did not have inner wisdom at that moment. Mostly I just let myself beat myself up mm-hmm. and I, I probably knew it was wrong. Like, no, I shouldn't be beating myself up. Logically. Logically it was there, but in reality, that's exactly what my, what I did. How many times do you beat yourself up? And this is where we're trying to stop that, to help you to access your inner wisdom, to be able to combat that. So Yeah. So this is what you do. Listen up. We got some awesome things. So the first thing is to respond to those voices that come up with compassion, like notice and acknowledge them and be like, I get why those come up. I understand this is sort of a societal construct that we have or just where the world that we live in and be like, okay, yep, I get why that came up and have a little compassion. And then Take those thoughts and send them to the back seat and be like, look, I see you. I understand you're here. I get why you're here, but you don't get to drive. We're going to send you, we're going to step over you and let you kind of slide in the, to the back seat. Um, so it takes this, uh, awareness and acknowledgement of them to kind of separate it out and realize that that's not your core self. That's not coming from who you are. That's not coming from your inner wisdom. No, your inner wisdom is not telling your body that it's not good enough because you don't look the way you want to. Right. Right. Um, in a picture like that's not so really. So at that point, after you've kind of said like, Hey, sit on back initial thought of tearing myself apart. Um, search again, access that inner wisdom 
connect to your core, connect to yourself and think, where is a compassionate, loving response? How can I be grateful for my body? And looking at that now from that lens, you know, maybe it's still not my very most favorite picture, I would say, (laughs) but I look at it now and I think like, man, look at this. I was out there. I put myself out there with my children. I was having a good time. I was making these memories. I didn't even think twice about going and playing in the ocean with my child until I saw the way that I looked later and let those feelings and those emotions and the way that I picked myself apart take the driver's seat. Yeah. And April showed me the photo and it really just looks like a mom swinging her kid and it looks so cute and fun. Like they're having a good time. And that's what I see in the photo. And so it's this redirect, it's this compassion and it's a redirect. Um, This reminds me a lot of a story that's actually in one of my yogi books. Um, I'm just going to read a little blurb. There's a story about this man who takes his young son to the river and the son looks into the river and asked his dad if the river was polluted. And the dad responded, no, the river is only carrying the pollution. The river itself is pure. And our minds are just like that. So our minds are like the river and it carries things in it. And if we identify with what the mind is carrying, then we think we are those things. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but I am reading a lot of this word for word. But um, however, if we identify with the divine within us, the pure river, and merely watch the thoughts float by, we will know we are simply carrying the thoughts, the stories, and beliefs. They are not who we are. So I love that analogy so much. I love that. And that is huge when it comes to what society and culture and history has told us about our bodies as women. Yeah. We are not our looks and we are not the terrible, you know, unflattering photos and you absolutely deserve and are worthy and have the right to show up as you are in any given situation. Your physical body is not meant to get in the way of your joy. It's meant to add to your joy. Um, we're humans. And so if you can practice physically pausing so that you can offer some love and compassion toward your humanness and your body, Mm -hmm. that will go a long way. So your body takeaway is practice physically pausing. Yes. All right. Last section, you guys, our purpose. So when it comes to inner wisdom and our purpose, the takeaway is live in partnership with my heavenly parents. Yeah. So consciously connecting to your higher help, connects you to the highest version of yourself or a higher version of yourself. And it helps you be present in a much more aware way, Mm -hmm. aligning myself with who I believe I was created to be. President Nelson gave a beautiful description of women's divine mission. And he said, in partnership with God, Her divine mission is to help spirits live and souls be lifted. This is the measure of her creation. So help spirits live and souls be lifted. And so I feel like um, this this speaks to our purpose, right? And partnering with our heavenly, heavenly parents. Absolutely. Personal revelation, real inner wisdom is so vital to our existence because it's where we truly feel accepted. Mm Mm-hmm. In our inner wisdom, we feel connected with our creator. 
We feel at one with our heavenly parents. Our purpose is clear. We are adequate. We are of worth. We are at home. We're important. We are a priority. A force not only to be reckoned with, but to partner with all that is good. That partnering, that purpose. A strength in knowing and understanding. And that knowing and understanding is so clear and so essential. So familiar to our very souls that it is perfectly in sync with who we are. Mm, I love that so much. And to have that awareness, I have to trust my core identity. I have to pause. And those two things that we already spoke about with the mind and the body, trusting our identity and pausing, those are the things that really facilitate uh, the opportunity to consciously connect. So I have a few examples of this that I want to share. So this idea of partnering with God or just consciously connecting um, is kind of the best way I feel like I can describe it. Um, I've noticed this in my life in several different circumstances as it's, as it's kind of been something I've been focusing on or working on in my life. And um, sometimes it comes up just in conversations when I'm talking with my husband or one of my children or a friend or whoever. And as we're having a conversation, there's kind of this moment where I physically or kind of mentally pause and consciously connect. I kind of tap in to higher help. I'm not really sure how to how else to describe it. And it's sort of this version of trusting that I don't have to be formulating a response right now because I'm tuned in and I will respond however feels truest to who I am and I don't have to be trying to create it in some way exactly you're really pulling into that inner wisdom yeah that trust yeah and then that helps you confidently move forward in your conversation oh I think it really has boosted my confidence in how I respond because sometimes all the only response is just a nod and a smile or a hug like I don't have to say anything necessarily or sometimes It'll be just a simple question or most of the time I feel like my best truest self is just being an, an incredible listener, being really present, you know? And so, um, it does build confidence because then I leave that interaction with sort of just a, just a beautiful feeling of like, yeah, I feel like I, I, I was who I wanted to be right then. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one example where the conscious connection um, has come in, the partnering with deity. But sometimes this has even happened when I'm not with anybody at all and I'm just going about everyday tasks around my house. And uh, every now and again, I'll find myself going down some random rabbit hole, whether it's on my phone or the computer or doing, I don't know, some task at home, I'll get sidetracked doing something else. And when I mentally pause and gain some awareness of what I'm actually doing, there's been times when I've been like consciously connect and oh yeah, I actually want to be doing this other thing right now um, instead of whatever I started going down this other path, right? And, and I, it's helped me to sort of feel better about like, I guess just living more into who I'm wanting to be that day and accomplishing the things that I actually want to mm-hmm. genuinely I think showing up for yourself right I think that goes along with accessing inner wisdom yeah it, it is it's a version of accessing inner wisdom where I'm like okay hold up what do I actually want to be doing right now mm-hmm. um there's also been times when I've noticed this when I'm just like eating my breakfast <laughs> I'll just be sitting there a lot of times I have my scriptures with me with my breakfast not always but a lot of times I do and 
just that moment of pause when I, I say a prayer and I'm just kind of present in that situation, I've noticed many times, you know, I again do this little conscious connection and I'll have little thoughts come to me like, you know what, you should check on your son for this today. You should ask him about that. Or I'll think of somebody, um, you know, that I serve with in church or, or somebody I minister to. And I'll just have these little thoughts of ways that I want to reach out or serve or connect with other people or just be that day. I'll have little ideas or thoughts come and they're, they're never anything huge, but it is sort of, um, that opportunity of like, okay, this is who I want to be today. Mm-hmm. And so it's just these everyday little moments throughout the, throughout my life where I've been practicing this partnership with God, where it's just that conscious connection and kind of tuning in to yeah. that inner wisdom. And in our last conference, um, I love the quote that the Lord loves effort. Oh, it's one of my new favorites. Holy cow. If, if consciously connecting is not effort, I don't know what is. Mm. Like, I think that's really helpful in accessing your inner wisdom and connecting with our heavenly parents and having like that personal revelation and just being able to, um, operate in your day-to-day life. Like you were talking about in those examples. Um, yeah, it's absolutely a form of effort. Exactly. Knowing who you are and living as your true self. That is exactly what our heavenly parents created us for. Yeah. And it absolutely generates confidence so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So to recap the takeaway for purpose, it's live in partnership with my heavenly parents. Yes. All right. Recap for the three mind body purpose, your mind, trust my core identity by accessing inner wisdom, body practice, physically pausing purpose, live in partnership with my heavenly parents. All right. So friends, we have a challenge for you. This is really simple. All you have to do is say it out loud. So there is power in verbalizing. So if you are familiar at all with Atomic Habits, it's one of our favorite books. Um, We love it. Both of us have listened to this one, which by the way, (laughs) yeah, this one comes very highly recommended. If you've never read or listened to it, you totally can go to audibletrial.com slash mindbodyboss and go get yourself Atomic Habits because this book is one that's worthy of repeat. So we've both read it multiple times. Yes. Um, it's incredible. It's I would I would recommend it for sure. So good. One little part in this in that book, he talks about uh, he emphasizes that saying the action. So these things that we just said, saying the action out loud, raises the level of awareness from a non conscious habit to a more conscious level. And he gives some examples, and it's pretty um, compelling why we should verbalize things. So um, so say it out loud. Say it out loud. Choose one. Yes. Make an I statement out of it. Make it part of your identity. Um, choose one of the takeaways and verbalize it. Call a friend and discuss it. Tell your spouse. Come let us know on Instagram. You can go into the show notes and leave us a voice message. Commit. Say it out loud. Verbalize it. Take it to a conscious level. Yeah. So for me, I'm choosing to verbalize uh, the purpose, which is I live in partnership with my heavenly parents and I am choosing the body, um, which is I practice physically pausing. Yes. Okay. Can't wait to hear what yours are. Yeah. We are excited to see how you're applying this in your life and we will see you next week. See you then. 
Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and invest in yourself. We truly believe confident, caring women like you are changing the world.